Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jake Walker, and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live for and long for the day of Jesus' return. Hebrews 10, 24-25 says, Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Come on, what a great verse. Today in episode 51, we're talking about being kingdom culture setters, being kingdom culture setters. How do we set the culture around us to be all about and looking like the kingdom of God? That's what we're talking about. I believe it's going to help us to live for the day uh, as we seek to be kingdom culture setters. Let's jump right in. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the 51st episode of Living for the Day. I'm, I'm excited for next week because that'll mark 52 uh, episodes, which is a year of episodes doing Living for the Day. So I, I can't wait for that. And um, But today we are jumping into this idea of being a kingdom culture setter. And this really, I think it really comes from a place of recognizing that I need help to live for the day. (laughs) I need help to live for heaven in the midst of a world that's just living for earth. I recognize that it's so easy for me to, you know, have my spiritual temperature come down to whatever the temperature of the water is around me, if that makes sense. And so I need some friends. I need a family. I need a, a, a company of people, uh, a culture of people, you know, that, that's going after living for the day. And so, so part of me is like, how do I inspire and help other people to live for the day? And that's where this idea of being a kingdom culture setter comes. You know, last episode was about, you know, how much our influences you know, shape us. And this episode is kind of like, how do we, how do we be a positive kingdom influence on other people? Um, it's a recognition of, of how the people around us, the culture around us impacts us. And so we want to be proactive <laughs> and, and actually impact the culture around us because that's going to end up impacting us. Does that kind of make sense? Well, really quick, just defining our terms. What is a culture? I looked up this definition. It's just helpful when we're thinking about what do I, what do I mean culture? So a definition from Merriam-Webster is the set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterizes an institution or organization. The, sh- the set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterizes an institution or organization or I would add a family or any group of people. So I kind of like to think of culture as like, you know, it's got, it's a group of people. That group of people has, has a culture. And what I mean by that is like, like that definition said, it has that group of people 
it'll have over time values that come forth how how this group of people treats one another the words that they use with one another their their beliefs you know uh their yeah their shared practices um what it feels like to be with them all of that makes up a culture and the kingdom of Jesus has a culture set by the values of the king and I want to be someone who is living in the kingdom. I want to I want to be someone who is following my king and who's living for the day. And so I want and I want to help other people to live for the day. And so I want to impact the spaces I'm in. I want to impact the people I'm around to live for the day, to know Jesus and and for those spaces to look like the kingdom of God. Again, (laughs) partly in a recognition that this is going to help me live for the day. Because here's the thing, my friends. The reality is, in culture at large, it's not normal to live for the day of Jesus' return. What's normal, you know, in our culture is, is, honestly, just to forget about God the transcendent true God and to make ourselves God and to live just for today, to live for sin, um, to have our reward be in this life as I love this verse. I just saw it the other day. Psalm seventeen, fourteen. by your hand, save me from such people, Lord, from those of this world whose reward is in this life. I think that's what's kind of more normal. Like that's kind of the standard. It's to live for just this moment. It's to live for to have all of our reward here right now. But living for the day, living for Jesus, living in the kingdom, we're not living to have our full reward in this life. We're living for the day. We're living for ultimately to be rewarded on that day when we see our king face to face. There's another way to live. And I was thinking about Moses in contrast with this verse of those who have their reward in this life. I was thinking of Hebrews 11. I probably talk about this chapter too much in this podcast, but it's a great one. I'm just thinking of Moses in in, uh, verses 24 through 28. It says, By faith Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God, rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. Why? Because he was looking ahead to his reward. Woo! By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. Amazing. Amazing passage, right? Wow. We could kind of be done there, but but Moses chose not to have his reward in this life, but he was looking forward to the day. He was looking forward to having his ultimate reward <laughs> in Christ, right? That's just, I'm just so moved by that. So that's, that's how I want to live. That's how I want to live friends and family. And I I don't want to succumb 
to the the culture around me that's just living for today that's living for the fleeting pleasures of sin that's what's standard that's what's normal in our culture and i'm not having it i don't want it (laughs) and i want to live for the day and so i recognize that i need help to do that and so i want to impact those around me to also live for the day and then we can be this awesome team together that's inspiring one another and encouraging one another to live for the day. So I believe that seeking to be a kingdom culture setter, a living for the day culture setter, if you would, is going to help us live for the day in two ways. Number one, it requires us to follow the king and to live out his kingdom values. It requires us to live for the day and to have integrity. So so seeking to be a kingdom culture center, it's going to help us live for the day because it, it's going to require us, if we're going to have integrity, to actually live for the day. <laughs> it's it's going to require us to obey the king. So that's going to help us live for the day. But then like I'm saying, when we do impact the culture around us, when we do impact the people around us, then other people live for the day and that inspires and encourages us to live for the day. We need each other so bad. Um, As much as we might like to think we're not as impacted by other people as we are, we, we just are. And so how awesome is it to, to be someone who is inspiring those around us to live like Jesus, to look like Jesus, to, to go after the kingdom, to live for the day, because that's going to help us live for the day. So just a couple quick thoughts on how do we do this? Like, maybe you're like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to help other people live for the day too. I want to I want to be a kingdom culture center. I want to be a leader in that way. And so I got just four quick thoughts. I'm sure there are a lot more things that we could say today, but I want to start with vision. Number one, for being a kingdom culture center, have a vision of what could be. Have a vision of the spheres in your life um, looking like the kingdom uh, and the, the spheres in your life living for the day. Have a vision for what could be. Have a vision for what your life living for the day fully could be. I just, I'm so inspired to think, you know, what if... I really chose to live for the day. What if I didn't succumb to just the culture around me? You know, I think I'm so inspired to think of, you know, heroes of the faith. Uh, I'm so inspired by all those characters, you know, in the Bible and and Hebrews 11. And I'm, and I'm, you know, then there are more modern, you know, heroes of the faith. I'm just thinking in my life, you know, I just recently read a biography about Dietrich Bonhoeffer and I have you know John Wesley's journal that I've read you know some of that and then there's just you know people in my life who I think have so lived for the day like both my grandpas who have recently passed away um and I think of these people who like Moses you know chose not to have the reward just in this life but to have the reward in the next life and I'm like what if I could do that and why not why not me? And why not us? And I love that question. Why not us? Why not choose 
to be different from the world? Why not? What could be if our lives and and the lives of those around us were truly set apart, holy, consecrated to God? And I think that's something like, what if, you know, we just were a people who humbly and knowing we're going to stumble and fall, as James says, uh, and having that humility, just as God knows our frame, he knows that we're dust, you know, us also, and having so much grace for one another when we when we do fail and, and have our faults and, you know, Ephesians 4. So we have this grace, we have this humility, we have this love, we have this gentleness, we have this patience, but we also have this, you know, unflinching, not willing to compromise, uh, love for holiness, love for spurring one another on, uh, a passionate vision for what it could look like to have um, our lives and our our organizations and our families and the, and the things around us, the places we go, look more like the kingdom because because we're there. What could it look like? I'm so inspired to to think um, that it's not about fame, you know, like oh I, I need to be this famous or something like that. No, but what if I could also be great in the kingdom of God? like these these heroes of the faith? What if I could be, you know, faithful in the midst of opposition uh, like Dietrich Bonhoeffer was? Whoa! What if I could choose like Moses? You know, he, he didn't, he chose to say no to the fleeting pleasures of sin, to look forward to the great reward. Whoa! What if, yeah, why not me? Why not us? What if we could do that too? So I think having a vision so important, I did an episode on vision, You can go back and listen to that. So have vision. Number two, what do we need to be a kingdom culture center? We need need obedience. We need to obey the king, you know, in order to um, actually impact people. It's It's not enough to just say to live for the day or say, hey, let's look like the kingdom. We gotta actually put it into practice, right? Um, I mean, Jesus, you know, at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, he said, right, if you, if you just listen to my words, you're like someone who, who builds their house on sand. When the storm comes, it's just going to crash. But if you put my teachings into practice, you're like someone who builds their house on a rock. And when the storm comes, the, the house doesn't crash down because it's built on the rock. Come on, I just I just memorized Isaiah 26, 3-4. This is kind of a sidebar, but let's see if I can say it. It says, you will keep in perfect peace uh, all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. Cool. God is the eternal rock, right? So, and, and then, you know, I think of Romans 2. When it talks about it, it's not just, it's not those who hear the law who will be declared righteous, but it's those who obey the law <laughs> who will be declared righteous. And James, right, when he talks about, you know, anyone who hears the word but does not put it into practice, does not do what it says, is like someone who, after looking at his face in a mirror, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. There's so much in the Bible about, it's not just about hearing it, it's about, it's about doing it. And so, to be a kingdom culture setter, we got to have integrity. 
we got to be obedient. We got to follow Jesus. We got to actually have our lives look like the kingdom. And I think that's, you know, this episode in a sense is kind of how do we have an influence or an impact on people around us? It's about leadership. And I think that's that's for, foremost about leadership is is being a person of integrity. And whatever you're trying to lead or, or see change in, you personally living out that change or that, you know, vision of whatever it is, first and foremost. Um, so vision, obedience, and very along the same lines as obedience is just number three is fearing God, not man. Fearing God, not man. There are going to be times when we face opposition for living for the day uh, and choosing not to live for the fleeting pleasures of sin, <laughs> choosing not to just live for today. And when we face opposition from people, we're going to have to set our faces like flint, as I believe it's Isaiah says. We're going to have to be willing to be mocked, to be uh, to, for people to misunderstand us. And if we, you know, can't withstand someone misunderstanding us or calling us a name, we're not going to ultimately be able to live for the day. We're not going to ultimately be able to be a culture setter. I think that's something, you know, I didn't quite hit on the, the vision piece. The idea of really we're talking about being a thermostat versus a thermometer, Maybe you've heard that analogy before, but a thermostat changes the temperature. A thermometer just takes the temperature, right? And so if we are so bound by the fear of what people think of us, we're going to be thermometers. We're not going to be thermostats. But if we fear God and not man, we're going to have the power to be a thermostat. We're going to have the power to be a kingdom culture setter, not just a kingdom culture or, or just a world culture beer. <laughs> um, and so, you know, just a couple verses on the fear of God versus fear of man. Obviously, you know, Proverbs talks about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but Proverbs twenty nine twenty five says, fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe, right? Romans two twenty nine says, no, a person is a Jew who is one Inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart by the spirit, not by the written code. Such a person's praise is not from other people, but from God. I know that there's a lot of context there that I'm not um, necessarily explaining, but it's talking about someone whose heart is really changed, who really knows God, (laughs) is someone who gets their praise, their reward from God and not from other people. Come on. And then John 5, 44, Jesus is rebuking the Pharisees and he's saying, how can you believe? How could you believe since you, since you receive glory from one another instead of seeking the glory that comes from God? Ooh, what an indictment, you know, against these Pharisees. And it's like, whoa, what was hindering their seeing Jesus for who he was? was that they were receiving glory from one another. They were caring more about what each other said about one another as opposed to what God said about them. Yee! That is serious. That That is 
something to think about. Like what was causing them to be spiritually blind was fear of man. Whoa. Yee. Yikes. Lord, I repent of fear of man. Forgive me. Help me to not be afraid of what people think. Help me care most about what you think, Jesus. That's my desire. Okay. So how to be a kingdom culture setter. Vision, obedience, and integrity. Not fearing people. And then the fourth one that I thought of was just this idea of use your mouth. (laughs) What I mean by that is be an encouragement. Be an encouragement. Encourage people when you see them living for the day and living for the kingdom. Um, Yeah, be someone who strengthens them and calls out the character of God and, and calls people to living out the kingdom. But it's not just encouragement. It's just what you talk about, right? I, I think, you know, being a kingdom culture setter, so much has to do with not just your actions, but also your words matter so much too, right? And and our, our, our words so impact the culture that we're about. So obviously, you know, not using our words for gossip and just succumbing to the culture of our world, which would just be all about being fine with gossip and slander and foul and abusive language, as as Ephesians 4.29 would say. Um, but it's also more than that. It's it's using our words to, to build up not just people, but also the kingdom. What I'm trying to get at, I'm trying to, I'm kind of having a hard time articulating it. It's like, what do you help the conversation be about? What do you help people think about? What do you help people aspire to and have vision for just in your conversations? I think questions are awesome. You know, um, what are you asking about? Like, of course, I'm not trying to say, you know, we can't, you know, talk about, (laughs) you know, sports or whatever, which is fun. But let's not only talk about sports. Let's also talk about what's going to matter so much more than sports on the day which is the kingdom of God. Hey, what are you learning right now in Jesus? Hey, what are you, you know, what is God teaching you? Where is God showing up in your life? Or where is somewhere you're you're contending, believing for God to show up in your life? You know, just asking questions. So obviously I put obedience before words because I believe our actions speak louder than words. But this fourth point about being a kingdom culture center, don't, don't, um, don't think that your words don't matter. Proverbs eighteen twenty one, uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So it's powerful too. Okay, so just a quick review. Being in a kingdom culture setter. Why does this matter? Well, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God. And, and he wants us, his disciples, to be fishers of people. Um, he wants... He wants us to go and make disciples, which is, you know, teach them to obey King Jesus. And so it's, it's part of our mandate is to not just let the kingdom um, impact our personal lives, but it's to extend the kingdom in the cultures around us. So it's just a step of obedience to be a kingdom culture setter. But also being a kingdom culture setter, it's going to help us live for the day. Because if we get more people around us living for the day, it's going to help us live for the day because we're influenced by the people around us. <laughs> Does that make sense?
I, uh, I'm trying to make sure I hit what I really want to say before I wrap, wrap up this episode. I think what's, you know, with my notes set aside, I think what I'm trying to get at most of all is this idea of vision and being someone who decides that, you know what, I, I believe that things can be different and I recognize that the world around me and so much of culture is not living for Jesus and living for the day. And I recognize what's natural in me and the natural tendency is to succumb to the temperature of the water around me. But I see in God's word (laughs) that there's something different available. And so therefore, I am going to choose to set the temperature around me in my life first, but also to call those around me to make the standard, not the world around me, but to make the standard God's word. To make the standard, you know, the heroes of faith. Um, saints, why, why not make, make, you know, amazing people of God the, the goal rather than just succumbing to the world and the culture around us. So it's about having this vision, having this this desire um, to make not what's just going on around us kind of like, well, I'm just going to succumb to that. It's saying, no, I want to live for the day and therefore I'm going to make what informs me about the day, the word of God, my standard, hey, I can't do this alone. And so I'm going to I'm going to be about it myself whether no one goes with me or not, but I want other people to go with me. And so how do I impact those around me for living for the day? I'm thinking of just as I wrap up Joshua in Joshua 24:15. I'm just going to read it really quick. Um But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you'll serve whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you're living. But as for me and my household, we'll serve the Lord. Whoo! And that's just something I want to say, you know? It's like, as for me and my household, we're going to live for the day. <laughs> and, and I think that's what a kingdom culture setter says, is, hey, I recognize that I need you um, to live for the day, so I'm gonna call you to this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a vision that I want to share. I'm gonna be obedient to the King. I'm gonna not fear human beings. I'm gonna use my mouth to encourage you, but, but no matter what, I'm living for the kingdom. I am living for the day, and as we live in that integrity and in that obedience, just because God's good and He's real. And the kingdom of God's like a mustard seed and it spreads and it grows. It's going to impact the culture around us. So keep planting those seeds of the kingdom. Keep being a humble kingdom culture setter. 
keep being a, a humble um, leader who's living for the day. I'd love to pray for you, and then we'll get to the nugget. Lord, I just thank you so much for the person listening to this podcast. God, I pray that they would have a vision for what could be. Lord, I pray that um, that they wouldn't succumb to the culture and the temperature around them, that they wouldn't be a thermometer, they'd be a thermostat. Lord, I pray that they would be obedient to, to Jesus. I pray that they would live with integrity. God, I pray that they would not bow to fear of man, uh, to fear of other human beings and what they think in Jesus' name. And I, I pray that they would use their mouth, they would use their words for encouragement, for uh, kindness, for love, um, for asking great questions. God, I pray that they would be uh, a kingdom culture setter and that the cultures around them would be transformed because of the way they live their lives. Holy Spirit, you're the ultimate kingdom culture setter. And um, Lord, I, I, Holy Spirit, I just pray that you will empower and strengthen the person listening to this podcast, even right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the nugget for today is that I think heaven is going to be a time of incredible gratitude. <laughs> just, just can you imagine the gratitude that we're going to experience in heaven? First and foremost to God, our Savior, our Creator, the one who decided to create us and, and let us experience being his and being made for him and bringing him glory. And it's just going to be a gratefulness party. But also I think we're going to be thankful to each other and maybe, you know, Bible characters who inspired us and helped us to live for the day and to live for heaven. And so the nugget for today is just that, that heaven is going to be a massive gratitude party, thankfulness party. And I want you to think, who's someone, whether someone from your life who's already gone to heaven or a Bible character that you're going to be excited to thank because they helped you live for the day? Who's that going to be? I'm excited. Uh, well, man, I mean, I can't, there's so many people that I can't wait, but I'm thinking right now of I'm thinking right now of my my grandpas, both my grandpas who passed away recently, and I'm thinking about how they both set such a legacy of radical faith. So my grandpa, Fred Walker, and my grandpa, Bob Mack, I can't wait to get to heaven and thank them for the way they lived for the day, and uh, they inspired me and gave me courage to be a man of, of faith. So... Thanks so much for listening in to the 51st episode of Living for the Day. Hey, let's be Kingdom Culture Setters. Love you. Bless you. See you next time.